1: Welcome, welcome, welcome! Welcome to Chicago! Coming from the True Chicago Sports Fan Cave, this is the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Oh yeah! Episode 84 is brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF Podcast t-shirts. Search for keyword "True Chicago" and use our promo code chufan 15 for fifteen percent off your entire order. That is TrueFan15. Go and get your official TCSF shirts now. Vamos! <laughs> As always, I am Big Z and I'm here, my
2: boy E-Rock What up, e? What's up, Z? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the show. If you're a first timer or a long timer, please remember to hit that subscribe button, that notify button, and go ahead and give us a review on your listing app of choice. You can find us on Facebook at True Chicago Fans. You can follow us on Twitter at True Shy Fans. And on Instagram at True Chicago Sports Fans. Don't forget, you can support the show with a monthly subscription at anchor.fm slash True Chicago Sports Fans. Go on over there and click on support, and you can subscribe for as low as 99 cents a month. Listen, do you like the show? I do. Are you a fan? I am. Then tell your friends, and they'll tell their friends, and we can all be friends. Ladies and gentlemen, springtime is on its way, and maybe you need a fresh start. So let me tell you about a great opportunity with our friends over at ACSI. With over 50 expert technicians in the Chicagoland area, ACSI offers a one-stop shop for telecom wiring, whether residential cable installation, fiber to the home, or commercial-structured cable wiring. ACSI is a proud partner of Comcast and Astound, powered by RCN. Fans, let me tell you the most impressive thing about ACSI. The ACSI crew did their thing during the COVID-19 pandemic, and ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. The best part is that ACSI is growing bigger and better than ever. ACSI is now hiring for field sales technicians and project managers. Check out ACSI.tech. That's ACSI.tech and click on Careers to apply today. ACSI's Equal Opportunity Employer. Go get you a job. Please go get a job. Z, what's up, brother? It has been two whole weeks, and yes, I saw you on Super Bowl Sunday. We had a great time just, you know, eating a lot of chili and a lot of booze. I think we ate too much because the booze had no effect by the end of the night. But uh, it's it's actually been a whole week since I seen you, even though they didn't hear from us. So how are you doing, brother?
1: I am doing great. Let's, let's uh, start off right there at the Super Bowl, our, our annual Super Bowl uh, extravaganza. Uh, There was uh, pizza, there was uh, chicken dip, there was vegetable dip, Uh, there was uh, bean dip, Uh, there was chili, there was chips, there was beer, there was tequila. Um, I think there was some kind of sweets. I didn't get to the sweets. Um, I stayed away from that. Thank God. But the chili was phenomenal. Thank you again for the chili. Again, uh, I think you should be entering in chili contest because this man has a talent. Um, but ever since then, it's literally me watching NBA basketball and and more specifically, it's the Chicago Bulls. Zach Levine is out, but I'm watching the King of the Four, Demar Derozan, take over a game scoring forty points, getting uh, seven games straight, beating Will Chamber uh, Will Chamberlitz. Uh, record of seven games uh, at 50% or more, and, and scoring going 30, and, and 35, 35, 35 points. Right. Points being, yeah. yeah, so he's been doing phenomenal. He's winning me a lot of money. So thank you, DeMar DeRozan. I am trying to yeah. cash in.
2: And the and the bear uh, the bulls also got uh, Tristan Thompson.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean that was reported that once he got uh, let go by the the Pacers that the the Indiana coach is like, well, he's gonna go somewhere, and it starts with a C, ends with a Chicago, um, so that's where <laughs> he'll go. <laughs> he let the cat out of the bag. He just did give no fucks. He knows Indiana is done for the year pretty much. Um, but other than that, I caught up on some shows. Um, you know, the Euphorias, the the uh, Righteous Gemstones, and so forth and so forth, all the HBO shows that I love. To watch Peacemaker is done, and that's a phenomenal show. Thank God they're gonna pick it up for another season. Uh, bold, I've been bowling a couple weeks. I uh, last couple weeks I've been bowling pretty bad. I don't know what it is. Uh, is it the approach, the technique? I don't know what's going on, but. I did bowl this morning in a tournament that I was told about last minute, and uh, I bowled very well. I hung in there with a bunch of guys who scored 300 games. Um, I, ho- I held up with uh, 290-something with my handicap. They gave me 90 points off the back just because these guys are so fucking good, and they're like, yeah, you kind of suck, so we're going to give you 90 points of a start off. So I took those 90 points and cashed them in, and uh, I was top 10. But, uh, yeah, I didn't win any money. Some guy kept winning um Every single pool, and I was matched up against the two guys who, who had 300 games. It was ridiculous, you know. So, you do a pool and they put you in a different pra- a bracket, and so you're playing this person for the first game, you're playing this person for the second game, and move on and so forth. So, I, for, for, I had two different brackets, and for the third game, I'm playing the two guys with 300 games. So, uh, I had no chance.
2: That sounds rough, it was.
1: So, after taking off a week, uh, <laughs> since the inception of the pod it felt weird i literally woke up you know on monday morning i'm like okay it's time to edit and there was nothing to edit i did a little bit of work on the side a little bit you know little side projects that i'm working on to for the show for for you guys to listen to but that's not ready yet that's still simmering um but
2: i am refreshed and ready to go how was your week yeah man you know it, it was so it was so great to have you guys over super bowl again uh yeah chili of course we did the uh, uh the buffalo chicken dip we did a chick uh a, a chili dip um i think what was it there was some brownies and there was a bunch of uh, chips and beer and beer and beer, and beer. that's what, <laughs> yeah, yeah i, I literally was sober beer. the entire time it's crazy it's crazy I don't know if that's uh if that's just because I'll tell you what like on Super Bowl Sunday I probably spent five hours eight uh five hours straight just eating and and for me like that's not something that I normally do even when I get a big plate of food I'll eat half now and like two or two hours later I'll eat the other half because I'm getting older and my body can't handle all that food at once anymore plus I, I'm smart enough now to leave room for the booze you know and that's the thing I remember yep. going to B dubs back in the day eating a whole shit ton of wings and then looking at my full beer like ah oh, supposed to drink that whole thing no 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 no, if you pour me a beer i'm gonna drink it so that's how that goes but yeah i mean it was it was a lot of fun like you said taking a week off which we've never done i i've been i've been gone from a couple episodes i'll be gone next episode we're going to kentucky uh but yeah i mean like it must have been weird for you to take that little break but you know i think uh being the, the fact that we do a show every single week i mean it's it's nice to take a break every once in a while because we report on on uh, news but uh yeah i mean you know uh like i said finally getting a chance to sit down and watch a game without having to like write all the notes and all that stuff it was great rams and bangles uh and you know last time danny was here with us and we all picked the damn bangles yep. and they almost pulled it off you know and uh hey yeah uh, we were all wrong but uh yeah it was great to kick back take a break you know, I started watching a couple shows and hopefully oh I remember what shows they were so I can remember to watch them again. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like, you know, just like you, Bull, what do I do? Well, I go thrifting. That's that's what I do. And uh, I got a couple of gems. I found a very early, uh, I want to say probably mid to late 80s version of a Chicago Bears trivia game, still with the plastic on it, a little beat up, but it's still had the plastic on it. And you could see the price tag said $29.99. And it also said uh, Sears on it. So that was pretty cool because uh, you We'll never see that ever again. I found some really great uh, Under Armour gear, Adidas gear, and I accidentally bought a pair of joggers with a huge hole in the ass. (laughs) Okay, stop Um, right there. How how does that happen? When you pull out the joggers,
1: like, hey, these look pretty cool from the front and don't look at the
2: back. no it was it was there were four pairs there it was one like a light gray pair and i picked those up like a softer pair uh there was another like black pair and but i uh i saw a pair that was like kind of uh remember the windbreakers we used to wear back in high school like that material so i was like all right i got a soft pair i got i grabbed those they all looked fine when i was there and then i and i got them home and i I put them on i was like oh that's weird (laughs) a little drafty (laughs) back here it is it's a little cold back here so uh yeah that's one of them occasions where the only thing those are good for is in case you got diarrhea and i'm not gonna be wearing those i already threw them out and and look it's the it's the win lose and draw of thrifting you know what i mean like uh-huh. uh you know I, like i said i got some good gear i got some like under under armor gear that like is normally like you know 40 bucks i got them for like 2.99 a piece you know nice. I, I, i'm good at this shit but uh yeah that, that one didn't work out for me so <laughs> that's a small it is what it is, one for him. Small. L. small L. yeah I mean like yeah, that's that's a lowercase l that's right that's not a big L that's a a lowercase (laughs) L and uh yes I did go (laughs) to elementary school ladies and gentlemen so you know hey uh it is what it is brother sometimes you win sometimes you lose and uh I I had a lot more uh, W's than L's so I'm happy with it but uh yeah man look No sports man there's no sports to watch right now this week there's no bulls and the entire blackhawks organization is a total disgrace all the way down from uh, all the way up from the the mountaintops the rocky tops if you will all the way down so fuck them we're not gonna talk about them so instead we're gonna recap the nba all-star weekend festivities in the bottom line and of course stirring the pot and what you looking at but first this is the big three with big
1: Thanks, Z-Rock. I'm Big Z, and you're not. Nope. <laughs> now for today's stories. This it's, it's weird to be back doing this, man. Getting my timing back. All right, for today's stories, story number one. Los Angeles Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford was seen turning his back on a photographer after she fell off the stage trying to take a picture of him and his wife. During the Super Bowl celebration, did you see this dude? This is wild.
2: <laughs> so, look, I, I feel bad for for the young lady. I think I don't remember her name, um, but she yeah, she fractured. was trying to take a picture of you, and you know, he was clearly, clearly drunk. And let me tell you something if i was in detroit for what 12 years and i finally got out i would get drunk too yeah because uh detroit is a piece of shit. <laughs> and yeah, yeah i mean you imagine how jared goff feels right now oh. knowing that you were the fucking piece that <laughs> you were oh. the piece that they had to get enough to win you know what i mean so yeah that's that for drunk as hell uh w- there was a meme out there that tom brady was telling him hey uh hey matt uh just a word of advice uh water in there every once in a while. I'm sure it wasn't real because no. we saw Brady stumbling last year uh, after the Bucks won.
1: And he was <laughs> so throwing the Super Bowl trophy around like like nothing all across the uh, across the bay. But uh, uh-huh. Matthew Matthew Stafford was literally inebriated. He was drinking 1942. He, like you tell that uh, you seen him on the speed on the podium t- doing a speech and slurring and clutching a, a bottle of 1942. So I don't <laughs> remember this was before or after. But I think this was before the whole. Uh, uh, no this is after. Oh this is after. Okay great. Even Th- more even the speech was after this happened. Oh yeah. So he was already super inebriated. So he le- he he's there in the corner and the lady trying to take a picture she takes a step back and then disappears out of the frame and he goes whoop i'm out that's literally what he says i'm out and starts walking away like doo, 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 and walks away and then his wife is like oh my god and then goes towards him obviously she's the one that's uh, of common uh, sense there because she's not uh, inebriated uh the photographer and the breaking uh fracturing her back she's She's okay She fractured her back She broke all of her equipment Um, And I think the next day uh, Stafford and the wife uh, Makes a statement saying They're going to pay For the medical bills And for the equipment And take care of her
2: yeah I mean you know that that's the right thing to do a lot of people were debating if, if Matt Stafford's a bad guy because he was drunk and he saw the lady fell and he was like whoops and he kind of turned around I mean no. look it's if if you have ever been drunk sometimes you make questionable decisions you're you're you're, uh, <laughs> you're, you're, you're not really in the right mind so I mean like it, it's hard to blame him for for what happened uh, or I mean you can't really blame him but I think the the big thing was like he didn't jump down to help because he would have probably broke himself too you know what I mean and, right I mean, matthew starfish had actually helped yeah
1: yeah he's actually had a, a back surgery so uh and he's already inebriated so if he tries to save her and she pulls him down that could have been cat- catastrophic for both of them we don't know how that would have turned out so i mean yes he was inebriated but the fact that he didn't touch her that he didn't cause it and he didn't make it even worse because you know let's say she's uh you know on the floor and he moves her neck or whatever name she becomes paralyzed so the best thing to do was to leave it alone and call the professionals which is the paramedics that were very close by and they were called over so um thank god she's okay and uh congratulations to matthew stafford on getting out of detroit that's uh and winning the championship so I
2: think that's a goal for anyone <laughs> speaking of michigan
1: Speaking of Michigan,
2: story
1: number two, Juwan Howard. Yes, that Juwan Howard. And the Michigan's men's basketball team lost by double digits to Wisconsin this past Sunday. And then moments after the final whistle, the Wolverines head coach lost his cool and slapped the Badgers assistant head coach in the head. Now, I'm going to stop right here because the headline says he threw a punch. And I've watched the video multiple times. He did not. Throw a punch. He slapped yep. him. He bitch slapped him, and that's what he got because the coach gave him the DX. Fuck you, and uh, or suck it, whatever. But and that's why he got. It. He got bitch slapped. So this this man is <laughs> he's Jawan Howard, and you're a little white guy, and you're gonna say, uh, here, come suck it, and then you get bitch slapped. Uh, You earned that one. And I don't like the way the media is portraying him and saying he threw a punch because that makes him look even more aggressive and the aggressive black man and be scared of him. No, no. He was provoked. He reacted and he held back and slapped the crap out of him.
2: You know, this reminds me of uh, Charles Barkley's book, which is called Who's Afraid of a, a Large Black Man? And that's exactly what happened here. The media is already trying to push and say that this guy, uh, uh, Jawan Howard, you know, punched him. If you actually watch the video, they kind of got into it. And it was only until after they were starting to get pulled away where he must have the, the the uh, Wisconsin coach must have said something else because that's when uh, Juwan Howard's long ass arm came out and slapped him upside the head so you know it's not you are correct that the media is definitely putting a different spin on this which is not fair to him and uh Unfortunately, I think what's going to happen is that he's going to get suspended. I don't know how long and I don't know if the NCA is going to suspend him or the AD from uh, Michigan is going to suspend him. But it's really going to be interesting what this punishment is going to be, especially with the tournament coming up very soon.
1: Yeah, I, I think he probably will get like maybe three to five games. Um, just because he's going to be made an example out of And it will be through the NCAA I don't think I think the ADA, or the AD will say he, They're doing an investigation And they'll have a conversation And go forward from there The whole political uh, correctness uh topic Or, or, or uh, statement that you want to make So they can cover their ass But the that's, the NCAA will will lay down a gauntlet on this Because, you know They don't want coaches fighting
2: Yeah, I mean Look it, this is again my, my big thing about this is the thing that you mentioned was the fact that they called it a punch and wasn't a wasn't a slap it was a slap, and even like the way that the story was written, this is things got heated between the two sides and Howard could be seen throwing a punch which turned into a slap. Uh, Joe Krabenhoft, whatever that guy's, you know, that's the Michigan or the Wisconsin coach. I've never heard of him. I don't watch a ton of college. I actually did watch some college basketball yesterday. Uh, There was some interesting games in there seeing Florida beat Auburn again, Auburn number two team in the country, losing to Florida. And for some reason, Auburn cannot beat Florida. And I think there was a big controversy because uh, Florida started like a dog pile on the, on the court. And they were, they were, uh, I don't know if they were unranked or just much lower ranked, but yeah, that, that was kind of interesting. Illinois uh, winning again with with uh, Kofi Coburn out there. I'm sure they could really use IO, but I'm glad the Bulls got him. And uh, it'll be an interesting tournament. Again, you know, this is the one time a year that I actually watch college basketball because early on it's hard to watch. Um, even fo- college football is a little hard to watch in the beginning, but because there's so few uh, games in football, they kind of get interesting quickly, but basketball does not get interesting until like at least the second week of uh, February. And then we start seeing where the uh, the chips fall and who's gonna be number one and, and the seeding and all that stuff. So. I'm looking forward to the tournament, but I'm, I'm very interested in seeing what uh, ramifications uh, Juwan Howard is going to have going into it. Yes, yes, yes. I, yeah, I agree with you. I, I, there's watching college football or college
1: basketball at the beginning of the season. There are a bunch of fluff games uh, just to, you know, get their get their mojo out and so forth. But you know, once the tournament starts, especially like or, or the 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 Big Ten tournament, the SEC tournament, all that stuff, those are exciting games to watch because then it, you know, the seeding comes out and so forth. And then it comes March Madness, and uh, it's 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 a great time of year
2: football's not football's not that bad because i've seen some like really like uh uh, rivalry games first week and you're like oh shit this is going to determine the entire rest of the season who's going to be undefeated let's find out
1: yeah 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 but then then they'll play at northeastern where i went to school and you know we don't have a football (laughs) team all right story number three and only florida bro only florida feel feel good story (laughs) It's either Florida or Ohio that have these stories, I'm telling you right now. Uh, Key West, Florida. Florida authorities arrested a reckless driver in Key West, Florida, who described himself as high and happy to police. I think Eddie knows this guy. Monroe County Sheriff's deputies pulled over Theodore John Evans. Why does he have? Whatever, man. 51, just before 11 p.m. Wednesday after receiving multiple calls saying a Toyota RAV4 was running red lights, not staying in this lane, and passing other cars in no-passing zones. Deputies discovered marijuana candles, a glass pipe, and a vape pen inside Evans' vehicle. Officials have charged Evans with driving under the influence, which is a DUI, people. Don't do that. He is being held on 2,500
2: bail. So that's 250 bucks to get out. Wow. Yeah, my favorite part of this story is the picture of the guy because he looks. This is this sounds like a guy who uh he looks like a zombie. Uh, you look like he tried weed for the first time. <laughs> first of all, what is a weed candle? What is a weed candle? I'd like to know what that is. Uh, that that does not, I, you know, candles are supposed to be uh, a different scent so they hide the smell or yeah. at least you know help to hide the smell or combine with it so it doesn't smell as bad. Um, yeah, and the thing is too is with them vape pens. Um, you can't it's it's not like you lit it so you could just keep going to that suckers done. It ain't like a like, like a like a joint or a blunt or anything like that. It, 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 you just keep going. So this sounds like a, a, a guy, 51 years old. Uh, hey, Theodore John Evans down on the farm. Well, he must have been farming for some weed because he got busted. And that was, uh, Yeah, man, look. Uh, let, let's let's not let's not pretend like people and and like let's not pretend like we didn't know a lot of people that spent their their high school years and their twenties driving around smoking weed because yeah. you couldn't do it in your house. Yeah, when it was illegal, when it was you know, frowned upon, uh, you, you that's what you did. That's, so I yeah. mean, you, this is not a new thing. Um, but you don't get a dewy off it because you know what you're doing. I mean, come on, bro.
1: <laughs> well put, well put. You know what you're doing
2: with <laughs> so you don't get a dewy I mean, come on, I mean, like look, like if if you smoked back in high school, you knew the best spots to hide it. You know what I mean? I still remember some of my favorite spots in my my car and with my 2002 Dodge Stratus. I mean, I remember the hiding spots I had in that joint. I mean, come cool. on, just what are you doing? like I said, this sounds like a guy who uh who just got the idea everything everything everywhere is legal now for the most part. You go to a dispensary, you go, shit, you go order it online. And uh, yeah, yeah, this sounds like a, uh, this reminds me of like being uh, like 17 and getting drunk off Bacardi for the first time. Oh. You don't do that. Or, or at least you do. You got to stay home. And that's why I, I, to this day, I cannot drink Bacardi no,
1: well, to this day. It, well, no, I mean, unless it's like this, no, cause I I put don't cool in my pina you know, colada. I don't put Bacardi, yeah. I put don't cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, that, uh-uh. Anyway, stay away from the Deweys and uh, make sure you know what you're doing.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I, look, Hey, I, I, I'm a, I'm going to tell you a quick story my guy roger who passed away a couple years ago who graduated with us from lane um you know we, we he was in the memoriam i feel like a lot of people didn't know him but he had a really bad car accident when we were seniors and he was pretty busted up so uh this is back in what 97 98 and uh, he was on a ton of painkillers and he, he kind of he used to love to play basketball and he was never really the same so like you know he he smoked weed all the time and and i remember going to his house we went to white castle before this okay harold <laughs> was, Kumar. this. Listen. This is the summer after uh, graduation. We sat upstairs in the in the in the room, and we're watching basketball on a big ass tube TV. And over the course of an evening, and I, evening I mean midnight to like six a.m. We polished off an entire handle of Bacardi in the morning when his mom comes upstairs and, and finds me passed out on the floor and the whole bathroom covered in fucking White Castle puke and to that at that moment I said I'm never drinking Bacardi again and everybody has that one booze they can't drink I look at a bottle of Bacardi and I start heaving so whoever the fuck left this bottle in my house come and get this shit
1: <laughs> first <laughs> off I just want to say I'm glad you gave out the Bacardi and not the White Castle oh yeah oh, hell no you didn't blame no. the White Castle good job
2: Because the White Castle has a lot of different purposes, you know. Like uh, like you said, Harold and Kumar, let's go.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, man. I'm Big Z, and that's news to me. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors.
0: To see so what's wrong with taking the back
2: streets, you'll never know if you don't go, you'll never shine if you don't glow. Hey now, you're an all star, get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star, get the show on, get paid. Welcome back to the TCSF Podcast with E Rock and Big Z. You <laughs> This is the bottom line.
0: And that's the bottom
1: line. In this segment, we discuss the biggest Chicago sports topic of the week. And this week, it's Slim Pickens. But it's All-Star Weekend in the NBA, baby. So we take a look at this weekend's festivities and we debate what the best all-star game is E what's your bottom line this
2: week yeah, baby, All-Star Weekend. This is this is a very interesting time because you have the NFL Pro Bowl. That was a couple of weeks ago. You got the NHL All-Star Game, which no one ever watches, and I have no idea what happens in that. And then you have the NBA All-Star Game, which everyone in Chicago knows very well because, well, we just had it here a couple of years ago and Jordan's famous dunk with that poster, which is so dope with the Winston in the background when these have <laughs> cigarette uh, ads everywhere. So, hey, Zach Levine decided, hey, I won back-to-back slam dunk contests, so let me go and try to win this three-point contest. So for the second time, he made the attempt to be the only player in NBA history to win both the dunk contest as well as the three-point shootout. Well, then that didn't work out too well as nope. he only hit 14 points in the first round, which was the lowest of the field. Here is a quick breakdown of round one. Zach Levine from the Bulls with 14. Fred Van Vliet uh, from the Raps, only 16. Uh, you got Desmond Bain uh, from the Grizz with 18. CJ McCollum now with the Pels with 19. Patty Mills with the Nets, uh, only 21. And Carl Anthony Towns from the Wolves, 22. The Dark Horse. Trey Young, 22. And Luke Kennard from the Clips, 28. So Luke Kennard goes in the second round as the uh, the leader in the clubhouse. In the final round, in somewhat stunning fashion, Carl Anthony Towns from the Wolves polished off the competition, scoring 29 total points to take home the crown. He was seen trying to get Shaq's attention as Cat openly said that he wants to become the best shooting big man of all time. And winning a three-point competition normally dominated by guards is definitely a way to get your name out there. Cat talked about his victory after the contest. So, yeah, I mean, you know, Car Anthony Towns, you know, it was kind of amazing to see him out there. He's popping him. You got that Mountain Dew ball, and he beat out <laughs> Trey Young by one. Trey Young with uh, 28, and then Luke Kennard, who moved on to that second round as well, uh, got 26. So, very interesting, very cool to see the big guy out there cheesing. He's been through so much uh, during the COVID pandemic. Right. I want to say his grandmother passed away, his mom passed away. He, he lost a bunch of family members to COVID. So he's been on a, a big struggle and, and a personal struggle that he's, he's gone, and gone through in the past couple of years. So it's really cool to kind of see him win a contest, start to kind of uh, develop into what he would like to be considered, which is the greatest shooting big man of all time so he was he's gonna have to compete with kd right don't you
1: agree with that because kd is a big man and he can shoot the three
2: is he a big man is he, he, he what is he you know, 6, you know, 10, Kevin, Durant, 6, Kevin Durant looks like uh if you took a stick figure that someone drew in kindergarten and just stretched the shit out of it oh like a stretch just armstrong a hand stretched it yeah so i mean you know <laughs> that's it's 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 kind of bizarre uh uh, uh uh, Mike Logic will always sit there and talk about how great KD is, and he is so awkward and hard to watch for me. I mean, it's just this—he always looks so frail. I'm always afraid of him, like literally crumbling like a like a gingerbread man every time he takes the court. Uh, he's not
1: AD, sir. He's not AD. <laughs> Anthony Davis a- oh, down again. Yeah, no, I'm saying no. Anthony Davis is out again. That that, that dude's been oh, out of gingerbread. No, 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 no. Well,
2: yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. AD. Yeah, David. I don't know what the hell's going on with that guy. every time you see him, it it's like he's uh his knee is getting ready to disintegrate. It's his knees, I have, I have ankle,
1: his back, his shoulder. He's just made out of gingerbread. And uh yeah, he's gonna have to be put out the pasture pretty soon. He's gonna have the uh the what could have been kind of Grant Hill career where he's gonna get healthier, but he's gonna be way past his prime at that point.
2: Yeah, but I mean he has a title. He went to the Lakers and they got a championship. You know what I mean? So that that's... Well, he's got that going for him. <laughs> he's got that got going whole- for him. <laughs> damn, <laughs> you, you... got the whole...
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I, mean, I know what you're saying, but damn, you can't. Carl Anthony Towns uh, uh, beating Trey Young. You cost me another 300 bucks. I had uh, Trey Young and I had Obi Tompin, uh, uh, which is the next segment we're going to go into, winning the dunk contest. Uh, and then I had... What? No, go ahead. Oh, no, <laughs> i I see your oh, hand come up. And then I have... <laughs> Uh, At the Gumpo uh winning the ooh, MvP. Ooh, that's right, holy baby. Shit. Holy shit, do it again. Do no, it again. no, again. nope, <laughs> nope. I'm gonna stay on the top of the mountain and you have to take me down. <laughs> I'm gonna go on as a winner. win or one and dumb baby. That's right. I'm, I'm a because hey, uh, hey. Kostan- that's I'm
2: out! I'm out <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I got, I got a quick question for you, man. Oh, how how do you do with your gambling on the Super Bowl?
1: Uh over four, over five? I just yeah. Oh.
2: No squares. I know you want
1: some money. That's so gigantic,
2: bro! I, it, yeah, well, Gigantor bets like everything, so he's bound to win. Yeah, he's yeah, bound to win something. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I think we we turned a ten dollars square into uh five hundred bucks. We won. Uh, we hit on the second and the uh, and the final with that three and O. So, I mean, I, as soon as I got those numbers, I was like, "Those are great numbers." So we should do well. And uh, we've been lucky. We've been lucky the last couple of years putting a little bit of uh, money on the uh, on squares for the Super Bowl. We come out. I think the first two years we came out. Came away with 100, so 500 was a uh, pretty fucking sweet. You want to know what was not sweet? What fucking dunk contest? <laughs> it sucked ass. It's uh, look, I, I it sucked ass with a straw. Let me tell you something. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, exactly. Sounds That's you have experience. experience. Obi Top won, one, but that's because he managed to actually hit a dunk in the final round. Yeah. And after the rest of the field, just completely blew it. Uh Greg Anthony's son did a cool thing. He he was leaning on his New York roots and he was wearing a Knicks jersey and he threw on a pair of Tim's for the first dunk and he was trying to dunk over his son. And I don't even I won't even mention his son's name because he was so bad. The whole thing was bad. Let me you something the whole thing was just painful to watch and even Reggie Miller and D-Wade were clowning the contest and the only one who seemed to be enjoying it was Kenny the Jet Smith and uh, look Reggie and D-Wade said the dunk contest should be moved up in the evening so that it wasn't the last event of the night and after such such a shitty performance I'm starting to think they're right man
1: they are completely right because we don't have the the echelon of the stars competing anymore in these dunk contests. You don't have the Vince Carters. You don't have the Sean Kemp's. You don't have the Michael Jordans. You don't have the, at the top echelon, super-duper stars participating anymore. That's not happening anymore. You're getting the rookies, the sophomores, and, and, and maybe you get a veteran that is coming off the bench is like you know what i could make some extra money if i was in a dunk contest i got nothing else to do
2: there's there's a reason for that though because like the biggest stars in the game right now are not dunkers they're shooters the biggest stars in the game are steph curry and and whoever can sit there and pop trey young the guys that can pop them threes those are the biggest stars in nba right now the guys that that you expect to see these high-flank dunks out of they're the older generation and it was only like six years ago when zach levine and aaron gordon were out there doing their thing so i mean like i think that that the the you really need to work on creativity i think the hardest thing is that it's just like just like technology the further you go in time the better technology gets and the quicker technology advances right so the problem is is that you've had so many dunks after all these years that how do you be creative to make something new at this point you're kind of emulating old uh, dunks that happened and that's kind of what obi Toppin did his big thing he lost last year and and the big thing was that uh, and they even talked about it on the on the uh, on the broadcast was that he just had no force in his dunks. Like, you'd expect him to get up there and, like, slam it down. And he went up there and kind of, like, did that thing where they almost throw it into the uh, into the hoop there right. versus, yeah. like, actually slamming yeah. it. And yeah. it was just, I don't know. There was there was potential there, but there was very, very little execution. And I think one of the things that they said on the broadcast was that these are guys that dunk in-game. They're good in-game dunkers because you already worked up a lather. You're running down the court. You're at full speed, this and that, versus like, oh, I'm just going to come over here from the from the three-point line from the side and try to come up and do this thing where I hit the backboard. I mean, it was just – it was bad, man. It was hard to watch. And, and look, <laughs> my favorite thing of this whole thing, they – uh, uh, Joe Kim Noah went on the radio on Friday and they they talked to him about what he's doing right now and what uh, if he's going to go to Cleveland, his favorite place to vacation, <laughs> if he's going to go to Cleveland to go see the All-Star Game. So my favorite thing to come out of this was, uh, I, and I don't know if this is real or not, but someone, someone photoshopped a picture of Joe Kim sitting on the uh, at the press conference with Benny DeBull next to him and the tweet from Benny DeBull says, this was the Cleveland of dunk contests," and I couldn't agree more. Yeah, this was definitely the Cleveland Steamer. (laughs) Yeah, so I mean, yeah. One one thing that, that we would like to pass along. We talked about KD a little bit there, but uh, you know, just today, Shams Sharnia tweeted that the grandmother of Keir- uh, Ke- the grandmother of Kevin Durant passed away this morning. Wanda Durant announces Kevin Durant named one of the greatest seventy-five players of all time will no longer attend the seventy-fifth anniversary team ceremony this evening at the NBA All-Star Game as the family is mourning. So uh, we do send out our condolences to kevin durant and his family uh it's a difficult thing to lose your grandmother you know uh especially i'll tell you what especially in the ba- the black community because that is the matriarch of your family so you know i i, I, I feel bad for him because i know what that's like i still miss my grandmother every day so you know i hope that uh I, I best wishes to them
1: yeah condolences to the uh durant family all right, so let's talk about all-star games. So I'm gonna recap. I'm gonna recap all, um, all four of them, the four major ones, and then E is gonna give me his favorite one. So this might be surprising because I have not talked to him about this prior to recording, and I think I know which way he's gonna go. But let's do this. All right, number one, MLB. The MLB All-Star Game, known as the Midsummer Classic. The weekend includes an All-Star Futures game. The N, uh, MLB All-Star Celebrity Softball Game, the Home Run Derby, the MLB All-Star Game on Sunday night. Okay, that's that's the MLB. Uh, number two is the NBA, which we, everybody's been watching this weekend. The NBA is—they've uh, changed their format. Captain's Draft from a pool of all-stars that are voted on by the fans. Uh, it's no longer Eastern Conference versus Western Conference. Um, so you have Team LeBron versus Team Giannis. I'm not going for it. Nice try. And um, <laughs> so they had to pick, You had to draft from the pool of, of all stars that were uh, chosen by the fans. So that's what happens with the all star game, which is uh, happening as we're recording. There's a celebrity game, which I did not even watch. I don't know why. I just saw that some couple cl- clips on, uh, on TikTok. Uh, the Rising Stars game which is these uh, rookies versus sophomores. And they also did a uh, they did a tournament style this year where they had uh, veteran uh, players as coaches. They had uh, Reggie and a bunch of other coaches, and they had about four teams. Uh, and the, they played up to 20. Uh, first, game, first game of the round was up to 50, and then the championship game was up to 25. So there was no time except for a shot clock. That was an actually interesting thing. But I uh, won't digress into that until we get it later. The three-point contest and the skills contest. And then the NFL, AFC versus NFC game, the skills showdown, including events like position passing, thread the needle, best catch, fastest man, and epic Pro Bowl dodgeball. Okay. And number four, the NHL skills competition and all-star game. Not creative at all, NHL. Not creative at all. All right. So, E, now that you've heard all four options, which one is your favorite? So, uh,
2: looking at this list here, you only mentioned three because NHL don't count because who gives a fuck? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I'm going I'm to I'm give you my order in uh, uh, starting 3 two, one Ready? Yeah. So, yeah. number three, I'm going to give you the uh, Pro Bowl. Okay. Yeah. Uh, AFC versus NFC Pro Bowl I mean it's after the season No one's hitting hard I didn't watch it this year I don't think anyone Watched it this year I do like the skills showdown I really want them To kind of go back To the old format When you saw like uh, yeah, I, I saw one from like 1999 When Jim Harbaugh Was up there Trying to throw it, it was like a long throw Throw as far as you can And like thread the needle And all that stuff That stuff is pretty cool um, I didn't see this dodgeball thing I never even knew They did that But uh, it sounds cool that part of it I like um so that's my number 3. Number 2 is going to be the NBA. Uh I I think the uh, the captain's draft is kind of cool. I kind of wish he was back to East versus West, but the thing is is that West, you have all these gigantors and uh, on the East, you have you know a lot of guards and skinny guys and things like that. So yep. it's kind of cool that they mix them up. You end up where you don't have like this, this year, we have Levine versus DeRozan ver- instead of them being on the same team. So that part of it is cool. Um, the celebrity game is always kind of funny. I didn't watch it this year. Uh, Rising Stars game this year, you had IO uh, as a rookie. So that's always cool, that we, especially when you got a guy that dynamic playing in a game like that slam dunk competition was fucking garbage but it it has it's had its moments i mean dominique um you know nate robinson yep. uh spud uh, dwight howard with the with the uh, superman like there have been some very interesting you had blake griffin going over a kia one year so there's been interesting ones and and i always love the three-point contest it's a very quick contest but it but it's always uh interesting to see who thinks they can shoot and the fact that a big man won it for the first time ever that was really cool Mm -hmm. so that only leaves my number one which is obviously the major league baseball all-star game the home run derby the futures game i mean look the the derby and the all-star game you can leave it at that because those are the ones that we watch and those are the interesting ones you know you got the futures game okay you know watch watch minor leagues uh the celebrity softball game those are kind of fun but these are usually the same persons they regurgitate and they put them into the nba except that in the nba they throw a couple of rappers in there to kind of you know for the urban crowd and uh but the home run derby man i love 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 home run derby I went, when when uh, when the game uh, was free on on Game Pass on Xbox, that's all I did. I didn't play the games. I just hit the home run <laughs> derby. Could pick like Babe <laughs> versus like Sammy Sosa. You know what I mean? Like that's the only thing I'm doing, and it's just about timing. And you got some of those cool stories where like a dad is pitching to his son and all that stuff. Where like you know, so that to me. And and the, combined with the fact that it is the only one where it's not bunched up with the other uh, pro bowls and all star games, they're all the other three are kind of bunched up within like a two three week period, right? You know, so you don't really don't get a break from that to kind of get that hunger that thirst for it. But right in the middle of the summer, you're taking a break. You got you a cold brew. You watch out home run derby outside. You know, a patio, whatever it is. It's just way more fun. So.
1: Um, Funny enough, because you ranked them exactly how I wrote them down on the outline. So I'm just saying I was right. And uh, let's move oh, it forward. Dude. Oh, let's move forward. Oh, oh yeah. Whoa. So <laughs> so I am going to agree with you. The NHL uh, All-Star Game is probably the least uh, watched one. That doesn't uh, count. Uh, Don't even talk Don't even mention that shit. Yeah, moving on. Uh, the NFL <laughs> uh, uh, Pro Bowl. You know what? Don't hit each other. Just make it a flag football game. Just make it a flag football game.
2: The skills part is cool. The yes. skills part, no, no, I think I'm, some of the stuff they should bring back, but the, yeah. the game itself—the game itself—the
1: game itself—just make it, make it fifty yards, and make it a flag football game.
2: And you know what makes it even worse is that they don't go to Hawaii anymore. You know how shitty that is. Like I busted my. Imagine someone that just lost in the AFC Championship or the NFC Championship, and you don't even—you got to go to Orlando instead of Hawaii. I mean, I who's trying to go to Orlando unless you're going to Disney? What, no one's going to
1: Orlando. Yeah, it was Not Vegas. on purpose. Yeah. It was Vegas this year, but yeah, I do do uh, the same shit you know what you they should actually do make them do different things make them do a dunk contest make them do like golfing. <laughs> you know like putt-putt you know make them do odd stuff that you know these big girthy men can't you usually do unless you're vaughn Sorry. miller and dunk you like the, not you <laughs> you say
2: you say
1: girthy girthy <laughs> I like how your ears perked up on that word. But number one is MLB. They do it right, and it's probably the only thing they do right in MLB. It is the all-star game because right now there, has, there is no MLB. Uh, the celebrity softball game is one of my favorites because you'll get the hometown uh, uh, celebrity in there, like the Miz was in there when Cleveland was in there. Um, you'll have Kevin Hart out there. You, I remember when a, uh, uh, Jenny Finch pitched to Barry Bonds and struck him out on three straight pitches. Yep. That's the stuff you want to see. That's interesting to me. The Home Run Derby, hands down, is probably the best thing aside. I would say Home Run Derby, than three-point contest. Those are my number one and number two things to watch. The Home Run Derby, I watch it in Spanish. If you've ever watched soccer in Spanish, it is the most exciting thing in life. So imagine putting <laughs> that with baseball, and these guys are so excited when there's a home run and the celebration they, they, they exude. Is ridiculous. So I will watch it on ESPN Deportes always because it's
2: fucking hilarious. Yeah, when they when they pull out the, the fucking the soccer oh like that shit is fucking like, La, la, la no a esa Pelota Pelota. Yeah, they're, they're they're dope. I love them. So uh we need yeah. Mike Rodriguez out here again, man. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, <laughs> we gotta get him out for MLB, yeah, for sure.
2: For sure <laughs> oh man so yeah so, so look that that is the 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 greatest uh all-star game i mean y- you're not wrong it's, it's one of the few things that mlb is doing right right now um the labor agreement is absolutely ridiculous right now we're already getting word that they are going to be pushing back spring training i think we kind of saw that i would say with this the, the most frustrating thing about it is the fact that the season ended in what november And now we're in February and we're supposed to be going into spring training. And it's so depressing because I I don't know about you, but for me, when I hear spring training, I look at them out in the sun and having fun and and just, you know, the, the random split squad games and all this shit. It reminds me that summer is on its way. The weather is about to get nice. We can open up the pool. We can start barbecuing again, at least when it's hot outside. We can barbecue in the winter. But I mean you know it's it's just it's what brings you hope that everything's going to come back to life again after that long cold dreary winter and uh it is it is it's frustrating because you know you and I. It's the longest season, and, and you and I talk a lot, a lot, a lot of baseball. And there's really nothing to talk about right now. And this is, this, you know, I'm over here watching because the, there's no sports. All you got is the Olympics on right now, and the Winter Olympics are just garbage until the until the uh, Jamaican bobsled team pops up out there. I'm I'm not paying attention to this damn figure skating. And I'm, I'm over here watching uh, on Marquee Network. You got the the Phillies versus the Cubs in 2008. That's the game that I'm watching right now because there's literally nothing else on. So, you know, I just hit. I just watched Mark DeRosa get an RBI, which was pretty cool. <laughs> but I, I, I've already, i already missed baseball. I look, I'm over here with my 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 Cubs in the background, my Cubs head on, and I, I'm missing White Sox baseball even
1: yeah i definitely miss baseball it's like you said once spring training comes around you know that you know the weather is going to change things are looking forward it's kind of like the, the passage of everything the sunlight coming back and, and you feeling good it's such a good feeling when you hear pitchers and catchers are reporting and the 1st inner uh, inter-squad game is march 21st and this isn't that you know what everything's gonna be pushed back and right now the ones that are suffering the most are the fans
2: yeah it is the fans and i've seen a lot of people say i quit baseball no you fucking don't shut up like if if you're if you're passionate enough to tell me that you're gonna quit baseball that's because you love watching baseball you love being you love that time of year i mean you know coaching softball i think i look forward to that as well and it's just it's the american pastime it's the thing you know you go straight from football season to baseball season you know and and basketball I love basketball I don't give a fuck about hockey but those are to me those are like the fillers those are the fillers that you do and, and you watch and you pay attention to while you're waiting for football and baseball to happen and the fact that right now I have to watch marquee network and watch a game from 2008 because i cannot get any reports about hey uh the cubs just got carlos correa and hey look marcus stroman is there and who are the you know oh are the cubs going to go after anthony rizzo well there's a chance and now they both both sides are going to have uh uh the designated hitter and who's going to go where and and what's going on with chris bryant all this shit i should be hearing about that right now not not hearing about them, oh, they uh, they walked in and, and and they were walked out in fifteen minutes. Nope, I don't like it. They don't even discuss it anymore. So why? What were you all doing all these months when you guys should have been negotiating? Did you sit there and purposely wait until it was go time and then hope the other side would would uh, would fold? I mean, I don't understand what the fuck the problem is.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much what's going on. Is the owners are just going to hold out because they have all the power and they're, everything's favored and they're in their in uh, their in their corner? So they're like, you know, we can just wait. You know, we can just wait because we still get our TV money. And we'll, f- we'll figure out the advertising money after that. But they get their check at the beginning of the year, just like the NFL does for their, you know, for the TV deals. So speaking of TV deals, and it, I, w- I wanted to ask you this because you are the Cub fan in, in the group. The Chicago Cubs are in talks with the media giant Sinclair broadcasting to launch a streaming service for customers without cable TV or satellite subscription. Will you buy a streaming service that shows your Cubs games?
2: I don't need to. I mean, I, here's the thing. I get it. If you are out of market, that's a, that's a beautiful thing that you're actually able to watch your games. But I mean, I have, I'm in the local market. I don't need to, it's part of my, my package. Uh, it, it's one of the few things I have Comcast and I have the, uh, the sports package, which is like 10 bucks more. And I think five bucks to get red zone. So I get all the sports channels and I got red zone for 15 bucks on top of my basic cable package. I don't, I don't need it. You know what I mean? Personally? I don't, but I would, I imagine if I was someone that completely cut the cord, uh, uh then I, I might be interested in that and, and I would pay for it. I mean, you, you think about like, again, 162 games. I mean, I I'd pay for it if I'm trying to watch that much baseball. And, and I mean, like considering the fact that we do a sports show, I think I would want to be informed. I mean, I watch, I watch socks games on, on the, uh, on the cable too. So I mean, I would I would say that especially for someone out of market it would probably be well worth the value. I think
1: MLB is opposing it just because of the uh, the financial status of the of the Sinclair company. But uh, to speak on that, I think the MLB package that people buy and they can watch, you know, teams out of market, they should allow you to not be blacked out. If you're paying that much money, you should not be blacked out to watch something on yeah, an app that. that you're paying for monthly.
2: No, that that right there is frustrating. There should ever there should never be a time where your local team is blacked out. It's just weird. I don't really understand what the purpose of that is. I don't know. What are you are trying to force? I, I guess you're trying to force people to go to the game. And and I know that the Jaguars for for a while um, in NFL they would sit there and says we are blacking out the game until we have a certain amount of uh, tickets uh, sold. sold. Yeah. And look, I, I understand it. it. It I understand why you would do that. I don't like it um but I, I get the concept of it but I, yeah i mean like if they if i didn't have access to watch the games and that was my way to watch the game i would pay the money for it
1: yeah definitely all right so we just went off the tangent just because we haven't been here in two weeks so we uh throughout the uh, outline just out the window
2: yeah i mean <laughs> whatever
1: man I, yeah. so whatever, we do whatever we hey. want we own this place
2: yeah, that's right. We, we, what y'all going to do? You, you're going to listen and turn it off. But guess what? Guess what? You won't turn it off because yo, just wait till you hear what we got next. And that's the bottom line.
1: And that's the bottom line. All right, fans, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors.
2: We all know that 2020 was no joke. And with an ever-changing world climate many people are looking for a new opportunity guys are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member let me tell you a little about our friends at acsi acsi is a certified rcn business agent they provide the same rcn services with a personalized touch their sales and technician teams work hand in hand ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you will be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. Best of all, ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? Check out ACSI.tech and click on careers to get started. That's ACSI.tech and click on careers.
0: Hey guys, this is Mike Deportes and you're listening to True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast.
1: Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z yeah <laughs> it's that time again brother oh you know what time it is oh boy it's time for stirring the pot <laughs> all right e,
2: what do you got for us this week oh man we actually got a sports stirring the pot this week uh so as we all know tom brady retired right he retired yep. from football he apparently the story leaked a while ago. He was kind of pissed off about it, but he finally came out and announced that he was retiring. He thanked all of his coaches over there with the Bucks, And uh, he, for some reason, he didn't initially thank uh, uh, his boy Belichick or anyone from the Patriots, which was just a little bit odd. And uh, then the story kind of came out that he might be uh, leaving because of his relationship with Tampa Bay Bears head coach, Bruce Arians, who should have been the Bears head coach, but that's neither here nor there. Right. So, now we're hearing that uh, there's a possibility that Brady might not have completely closed the door on his NFL career and there's a little bit of rumblings out there with Jimmy G leaving the 49ers that Tom Brady might be going over to San Francisco so this week I ask you is there any chance that Tom Brady goes to San Francisco or is he going to stay quote unquote retired? he's gonna
1: stay retired this is all speculation the man is done he says he's walking away he's got nothing to prove he's got more rings than anybody that we know he's, he's besides bill russell with 11 he's the next man up with seven so um he's one of the greats one of the goats he's got nothing to prove and what would you what if he comes back what if he gets hurt where he's can't provide for his family. I mean, he's got generational wealth, but can't be with his family, can't be the man to to, uh, uh, be a father to his kids and to be a husband to his wife. There's nothing to prove. He's got his marketing team building up his brand. He's on commercials. He's got nothing to prove. He should stay his ass home and enjoy his beautiful uh, Brazilian
2: wife. (laughs) I would. So, look. Look, <laughs> sure you would. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, look. Uh, if you don't know, Brady has more Super Bowls as an individual player than any franchise in NFL history. Yep. At seven, there is no franchise in NFL that has seven Super Bowls. Okay, so he is the sole owner of that. He. Anyway, uh, look, he grew up a Niners fan. I mean, like his family is from uh, Northern California. You know, there's I think there's a photo out there of him wearing a uh, a Niners uh, uh, jersey or a shirt when he was like four years old when they won the when they were in the uh, 1981 NFC Championship game. There is a lot of speculation here, and I think that's a part of it. Um, And he also said that he would play until he was 45 years old, which will not happen until next season. So, I mean, here's the thing. Did you ever think that he was going to leave the Patriots? No. His final year with the Patriots, he won a Super Bowl. Right. Okay. Then he goes to Tampa and he wins a Super Bowl. And that's how he got to a seven. So I don't, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. I think he also has one year left on the deal at Tampa. So right. I mean, they would have to make a trade. It would have to be like a, a Jimmy Garoppolo to Tampa for uh, Brady. And because right now, because he's quote unquote retired, it would be to the rights to Tom Brady, not the actual player, because he's not currently in the NFL. And with the league, uh, the league year coming up soon i believe in march then they would have to kind of finish filing the paperwork and become officially retired and so on and so forth so uh i don't think it's gonna happen that's my gut but you know it's tom brady and like i said you never thought he was gonna leave the patriots so you never know man i mean this is this is interesting because you got you can almost parallel his career to lebron we look at how, how long they've been able to play how healthy they've been throughout their career lebron has never really had a major injury tom brady did have the knee injury years and years ago that let uh, um, matt castle somehow make a bunch of money because yep. they still they still do did pretty well and he, he got uh he got the chiefs to give him a bunch of money for no good reason but yeah i mean i i don't know if brady's completely committed he could just be said he could be doing what a lot of a lot of these guys do like Shaq did just bounce around looking for a spot and uh it's it's possible I don't see it happening but I see the possibility and I won't count it out until we see that he's officially retired
1: okay so the question it would be does Tom Brady put the cherry on the top to put San Francisco over because they're they're gonna have to the compete with the rams and 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 any any other nfc team that that's going to come up uh uh, as a rising star because the rams they they're going to have a lot of moves to make and a lot of money to maneuver so we don't know if they're going to be back in the super bowl and football is probably one of the hardest ones to be back in the super bowl but is tom brady the cherry on the top that pushes san fran into the upper echelon that's the question
2: well i mean the thing is, is that if Tom Brady was on that team this year, they would have been in the Super Bowl because the Niners could have won that NFC championship game if it wasn't for Garoppolo. He was the one that put that final nail in the coffin with an interception. Yep. You know, so I mean, like they could have been if, if Tom Brady was was there, they could have went to the Super Bowl, you know, and, and I would take Tom Brady and, and the 49ers with their with that team right there with how strong that team is. Um, you know, oh, with George Kittle and and uh Debo and all these players that got over there, I would have taken them over the the uh the Bengals for sure. You know, if if they had Tom Brady, they're beating the Bengals.
1: I mean, I, I think that the San Francisco defense would have beat the Bengals as well, just because the offensive line for the Bengals is just it was just like little yeah. wet paper, everyone was getting through. So, I Again, it's, it's hard to say because Tampa was the favorite to win the Super Bowl because of the all-star team that is assembled there. And then with Tom Brady being you know at the helm and calling the plays and saying uh, everyone's going to be held accountable to Tom Brady's standards, which is fine. But they didn't win. Oh. So it's not for sure. I mean, look, look at the old-timers like Elway and, and uh, um, Brett Favre and all these guys that went to different teams. Some of them didn't make it. The one I
2: can really think that made it was Peyton Manning. Always, always stayed with the Broncos, and he finally got his Super Bowls those last couple of seasons last in couple in, uh, in Denver. So I mean that that's what yeah. But I mean Peyton Manning went over there to Denver and got a Super Bowl, um, which was cool because he was able to get it with two different teams. It's not very common that you see a guy move teams, especially a guy that was on a team for so long. It's not very common that you see them move teams and and have success. So like um, you saw Philip Rivers go over to the Colts after a long career with the uh, uh, with the Chargers. You know we see a little bit of moving here and there uh brett Favre having literally the best year of his career two years after he leaves green bay um but yeah it's not super common you know if there was one guy to be able to do it it would be tom brady i
1: eh, would it put it past him but I, I just i think that he should uh ride off into the sunset uh and uh, enjoy that beautiful brazilian wife
2: <laughs> giselle well hey the funny you, you mentioned about him making money she makes more money than him so it doesn't really matter She's think, the breadwinner.
1: They've have, they have generational like they have like seven generational wealth. Yeah, but yeah.
2: Seven families worth of, of, of I mean it's just ridiculous. So,
1: and you know Go
2: ahead. So talking about family real quick you know something that interesting that happened this week was uh, and it was during the all-star game uh, LeBron James actually said that he would not rule out a return to Cleveland based on the fact that in a couple years his son Bronny is going to be in the NBA um, I believe he's a junior in in high school right now so it would be at least two years before he reaches the NBA with the one year of college assuming that that rule stands and uh, he said that he wants his final year to uh, he wants to play his final year in the the nba with his son now the one other thing that he said was that it's not about money at that point but really it is about money because no matter where he goes no matter where his son goes if he's out of his contract with the lakers it's gonna be a lot of money because wherever he let's say let's say his son gets drafted by the kings and they guarantee that's a basically a guarantee that LeBron James is coming to the Kings. All of a sudden, you're going to have this gigantic influx of money because everyone's want to want to be able to see LeBron James play in the NBA with his son yeah. in his final season. So you can't tell me it's about money right there. Uh, uh, what, 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 do you, what do you think about that? Because he's he's clearly the GM of every team that he ends up on. So do you think that I mean, what do you what do you think about this overall? I, I like the sentiment, the nostalgia
1: of saying, hey, I'm going to be the first uh, father son uh, combo in the NBA. Um, we're going to, wherever he goes, it's not about the money I want to play. Um, I think it's great. But just like you said, he, everywhere he goes, he wants to be the GM. There's a GM in place for a reason. Players should not be GMs. So if he, let's say he does go to Sacramento and then he says, well, yeah, you drafted him, but I also want this player, this player, this player, this player. Um, you're only going to be here for one year i get that you're going to you're going to make us millions upon millions with your sales of jerseys and people coming in to watch the game at the new stadium that's empty right now but you're not going to mortgage your next 10 years for that one year i'm not i'm not going
2: to let him be the gm yes you are because guess what if LeBron James comes over to your team and you have shit on the team, because we look at what happened with the uh, with the Kings and the Pacers this year, the uh, the Pacers traded a uh, Sabonis son. Uh, I don't even know his Damantis or something like that. Mm-hmm. Arvidas Sabonis son. Over to the Kings, and that's how they got Tristan Thompson, and that's when Tristan Thompson got released from the Pacers. Um, but right now, we are seeing for the first time in history several second-generation NBA players. Like I talked about before, you have Greg Anthony's son in the league. Uh, you got Steph Curry and uh, Seth Curry. Um, you got you know Jordan's kids stuck the basketball. Um, you got what am I talking about? Gary, Hunter, Payton, Jr. Son. Ooh, Gary, Gary Payton Junior. Gary Payton Junior. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you're seeing a, a influx of a uh, second generation NBA players. Um, when, when I think about, uh, MLB, you had Ken Griffey Jr. and Sr. playing together. That was pretty cool, but you don't see it. It's the same thing you're seeing in the MLB. That is something that's been a, a, around for a long time, but you see players like uh, uh, Vlad Jr., uh, Bo Bichette, um, the, the other guy, I forgot the other one that's up in uh, uh, Toronto. So you're seeing Eric Young Juniors played in the league. Um, Prince Fielder after his dad was in the league. So I mean, I feel like in baseball, it happens a lot more often. Uh, you see a few cases in the NFL. Um, D.K. Metcalf, when his dad was uh, on the Bears on the line, the Terrence Metcalf. So you see that a little bit, but in the NBA, it's not really a thing where you see a father and son play together because in the NBA, a lot of times, because the roster is so small, you will flame out early. I think it's a very interesting concept. I would definitely be on board to, to watch this happen. If that, if I was a fan of any team in the NBA, I would absolutely want this because guess what? You know what? LeBron's going to do is try his best to get his and hit him and his son an NBA championship in his last year and his son's first year. So you let him come in there and you let him do whatever the fuck he wants and you ride that wave and now what you do is you create a fan base that's going to be built on the upon the fact that LeBron's there and LeBron's son is there. So absolutely you let him do whatever the hell he wants and and you build it up from there and you just reap the benefits. Just keep going. The fact that Imagine the Sacramento Kings all of a sudden have a, a jersey that says James on the back, and it's either Bronny or LeBron. I mean, come on, man you you take that all day, especially for a, like a secondary franchise like the Kings are. Or- i mean even the pacers which are not getting that much attention or you know the the charlotte hornets or you know something like the pelicans any of these teams that that are looking for like you know a a spark to get the fans really interested yeah you got your 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 random players that are okay for those teams but i mean imagine lebron imagine like michael jordan and his son just showing up on the knicks one day you know what i mean like it'd be amazing uh no because fuck the knicks <laughs> if I'm saying if you're a Knicks fan, you knucklehead. No, I, I get
1: your point. Uh, I just as a business person looking at it as financially, like you you gotta crunch the numbers. And
2: I mean You would make you would make so much money from that year and think about the fact that I, when you go to tampa right now let let's say if you went to tampa three years ago there's still people driving around with that 2000 uh, uh yeah the year 2000 tampa bay buccaneers champions license plate that shit goes on forever in these smaller te- look you i see you looking back there for the tampa bay bucks helmet on the yeah, studio that's right well, so yeah, but that's what i'm saying is that people hold on to that shit forever yeah, you know so true. i mean the only you know what i've been seeing more and more lately in thrift stores is is blackhawk stuff and that's because of their scandal but I look, 2010, 2013, 2015 championship, championship, championship. You yep. ride that wave, and I promise you, any team that would manage to get LeBron and his son on the same team, allow them to do whatever they want, ride the wave of the merchandise that so you're going to be able to reap uh, the benefits of for the next 15 years.
1: Yeah, the 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 jersey sales will be for, uh, out of this galaxy because you you got to get both of them now you just can't get one you gotta get both of them and you right. try to get them both right. signed and so forth so I, I see that yes you're gonna get an influx of money and they do need that because they bought that new stadium and that whole uh recreational area they built it up and because of covid they can't fill the, the retail stores i actually did a whole and my when i was doing my nba did a whole report on the on the sacramento kings and what they were doing with the stadium and how they built it and how it's built differently and it goes underground instead of above ground neither here or there but I do agree that the influx of money would be humongous and uh, I just don't want him being a GM. And if I I was a GM, I'd be like, you know what? I'm just going to get a bunch of uh, two-year players uh, and that way, when you're gone, I'll have a whole new roster to turn over.
2: Oh, and that's what he's been doing for the past what ten years. You know what I mean? He went to Miami, picked out his own team. Went back to Cleveland, picked out his own team. Went over to the Lakers, picked out his own team. He when he went to the Lakers, literally every player that was on that team is no longer there. He 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 filled up the whole roster. You think about all the players: Alex Caruso, you got uh, Kyle Kuzma, you got all these players uh, that were on that on that uh, Lakers team when he got there that they were terrible with him because they they haven't learned how to play with him yet. And they're all gone from that team. He picked his own team. He filled out the roster. They got Westbrook. They got AD. They got all these guys over there. You know, the the, uh, the mash squad over there. And, uh, hey, if he can do it, he's going to do it. So, you know, I, I will just say this. Once again, I'm right, ladies ah, and gentlemen. Uh, la uh, definitely be a great idea for any <laughs> franchise. Go ahead and it <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right. So now that we have gone through the oldest two players in the uh, the respective leagues with Tom Brady and LeBron James, uh, hopefully you got your fill of sports for the week. Because now I have a question for you, sir. What is it? What you looking at? What are you watching? That isn't
1: sports. All right. So what I'm watching that is isn't sports, Uh, my brother from another mother recommended the show uh, a couple days ago. And I already finished two seasons of it because there's really no sports on Uh, City on a Hill with Kevin Bacon. And this is on Showtime. It's only two seasons, about 19 episodes, about an hour each. Uh, Kevin Bacon is a corrupt FBI agent, uh, and uh, he is in the City on a Hill, which is Boston. Uh, so you have uh, this takes place in the late 80s, early 90s. So you do have a lot of that going around, uh, a lot of the corrupt stuff, a lot of um, debating with the FBI, the, the the housing developments and so forth. So it's a really good show. Um, there's a lot of great one liners by Kevin Bacon. Uh, he's, you could see how. You know, you, you, he's such a good actor. You hate his character, and that's what he's doing. That's the way he, I say no, he's doing a good job. And then the other show is one out of nostalgia, one of nostalgia from the 90s. Uh, play that music. Yep, yep, yep. That's it. Yeah, it's called Seinfeld, ladies and gentlemen. I'm re-watching Seinfeld, and I'm laughing my ass off because a lot of this stuff still applies today.
2: Yeah, I mean... What are you talking about? You you watching Seinfeld? I've been watching Seinfeld every single day since it came out on Netflix. Everyone's watching Seinfeld. Yeah, ever since, come on, Ever bro. since it came out on, on Netflix, it's like my bedtime story. Yeah, I mean, I've been watching it every day. That that's uh, the Kevin Bacon uh, show. That doesn't sound interesting. Um, I heard one of his co stars is called Mary Eggs, though. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, that's your <laughs> dad joke of the week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, man. What are you watching? Oh baby, I've been watching a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. Uh, I will start off by saying I started watching The Righteous Gemstone. Finally, Ooh. finally, because I well, again, the hope is that I don't forget that the show exists by next week. Yeah, um, I want to say I watched uh two or three episodes. Very, <laughs> in, in, in the very beginning of the show is is uh, is wild as shit. Um, the whole thing with the uh, the robbery and all that stuff and the uh, yeah, that, that was the Interesting to say the least. Uh, I'm I'm uh, wondering where this show is going to go with the son that came back home and all that stuff. So uh, I'm looking forward to see what happening at, at, to see what happens. And it looks like uh, what are we in season four now? The new new episodes coming out every day. Uh, I'm pretty sure I got a notification saying a new episode just came out uh, today. It comes um, out tonight. So, yeah, yeah, it comes out tonight. Tonight, today, yeah, yeah, tonight, today, whatever it is. I don't watch live TV unless it's sports or the news, so it doesn't matter. Um, also. Netflix comedy special by Ali Wong. It is called Don Wong. If you are not familiar with Ali Wong, she's freaking hilarious. She did two previous uh, uh, Netflix comedy specials where she was pregnant. One of them is called, I think, Baby Cobra and I don't remember the other one. She is really really funny uh she did a a movie a couple years ago about uh being a chef and all this stuff so if you are not familiar with her go and check it out it's dirty make sure the kids are not around as a matter of fact go watch it with your girlfriend because it is really on point for couples and uh yeah very very interesting um also the one show uh, that uh, that I've watched the the most, or and I watched the whole uh, the whole one season that's available on Netflix. It is called Hot Date. Um, it is actually uh, a couple uh, in Chicago. It's a sketch comedy show by a married couple, and they basically go through the uh, the life of relationships. They dress up as different couples and and have different characters where you can see uh, how everything develops and how they act towards each other and all this stuff. That was pretty funny. But the one other Chicago show that I watched, and I don't know if you've seen it yet, it's genius. It is the story. on the kind of documentary part one came out on uh, HBO, I believe uh, HBO on Netflix, I don't remember. Um, and it was basically this is uh, going to be a three part show with um, his his right hand man. From Channel Zero, uh, would he originally was a comedian, and he uh, became a documentarian, uh, following around Kanye with the camera and all that stuff. Uh, oh, okay, he you can kind of see, you can kind of see Kanye, the early roots of Kanye. A lot of people don't like him as he stands. This is a this is almost like a tribute to the old Kanye, right? When you say we miss the old Kanye, you you know we yep. hate the new Kanye. It's 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 interesting. It's sad. It's enlightening. Um, I've always said that he kind of went off the rails when his mom passed away, and you do get a glimpse of him uh, working or, or you know interacting with his mom. It's 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 really interesting, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens going forward. But seeing how he, no one ever believed in him. He believed in himself. He bet on himself. He he became the one big rapper out of Chicago because you really never had a big rap star come out, out of Chicago and you had to go to New York to do that so it's if you have not watched it if you ever liked Kanye at all this is definitely something that you need to watch
1: Um, yeah that's something that's actually on my docket to watch that doc, uh, Kanye documentary it looked interesting I think uh, one of my guys Coco was watching it and then put it on his Snapchat and I was like oh I didn't even know that came out already but that is something that I'm I do want to watch go ahead you know, a man named Coco. Yeah, that, that's that's his that's his nickname. I don't know why he has a name named Coco, but his nickname is Coco, and he's a barber. And it's a man. It is a man.
2: Okay, I just, I, I just wanted to make sure.
1: It is 2022, man. You yeah. know, no judgments here. Love is love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a there's a lot of stuff that's coming out that i do want to watch the new batman should be coming out pretty soon and that's something i'm gonna watch in the theaters um i don't go that much to theaters unless it's like a big movie um i did finish uh the peacemaker and i think you'll love that because it's got that dirty raunchy uh comedy that's right up your alley um and i did yeah 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 you and uh you have like seventeen thousand shows that you started at that I just recommend and you still haven't finished so uh Boardwalk Empire um and I still have to finish uh I, I watched um I did finish uh Boba Fett um and I gotta talk to Gigantor to break down the entire Star Wars freaking thing cause there's so much going on there
2: do I haven't watched that yet I I there's like there's like five of the uh, Disney Marvel movies and shows that i I still have to catch up on, yeah. and I don't know what's stopping me. It's just I forget that they're there because I don't watch uh, Disney that often, uh, unless it's Encanto, and we decide we're not going to talk about Bruno, and that's all we ever do. And and like I said before, I just I don't understand how the family that does not talk about Bruno can't shut the fuck up about Bruno, because good lord, man, leave that man alone. Leave him alone already. Stop talking about him. He don't Hey, just leave him alone. Just leave him alone. That's why he's hiding, man. That's right. That's right. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I mean, there's, you, you, plenty, you got plenty of shows that I want to watch and uh, eventually one of these years I will. So, yeah. Um, anyway, I know you got somewhere to go tonight. I That's hope right. you have a lot of fun with the Mikey O Comedy Show. That's right. uh, I'm sorry I couldn't be there, which we got too much stuff going on here. I got stuff to get ready for, to get ready for next week. So, unfortunately, let, ladies and gentlemen, I will not be here next week. You get to miss me for a whole week, but uh, our good friend Mike Logic is going to fill in for me. So, that should be a lot of fun. Talk some fun. Uh, NBA and... Uh, See what direction he thinks the Bulls are going to go in. Yeah, It'll
1: be fun to have uh, Mike on just because he's our basketball our go-to guy. He talks all NBA, and uh, it'd be nice just to pick his brain because I don't watch – like, I can watch an MLB game. It doesn't matter if it's, like, the Brewers and the Orioles. I can watch that game. But it, with the NBA, there's some games I just can't watch. I can't watch, like, Sacramento versus New Orleans. I'm like, I can't watch that crap.
2: Yeah, well, neither can Sacramento or New Orleans fans, and that's why I'm <laughs> <laughs> right now. So anyway, uh, I need to finish watching this 2008 uh, game with the Phillies and the Cubs. So guess what? That is it for today. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. A big thank you to our sponsors, 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 at checkout for 15% off of your entire order. That's TRUEFAN15. Go and get your shirts right now. Yeah. <laughs> And don't forget to visit our Danny and his crew at ACSI.tech. Check out the career sections for, to start an exciting new career in the communications industry. Go to ACSI.tech. That's ACSI.tech and click on careers to apply today and get your 2022 started off right. Shout out to our friends at the Summit This and Summit that podcast with Coach Mo and Justice. Check them out on your favorite streaming platform. Platform now. And don't forget to check out the Shy Native Radio podcast, now available on all major platforms. Mike Logic, Ideal, Throw MC, and ThrowMC talk about sports, movies, and all types of ill shit. Go and check them out. And don't sleep. Mike Logic's new album, as I was saying, is now available. Check out MikeLogic.bandcamp.com. M I C L O G. I am I C L O G I K dot com. Logic Decay is back, so go and get your copy right now. Shout out to our friends Ronesh, Panic Serious Beats, and Custom Made for the beats we play on today's show. Check out panic on the for all your moment merch and gear. And make sure you check out this absolute fire collaboration between Serious Beats and Custom Made. Their new beat tape, treasured paintings, is available now. Check out Serious SeriousXBeats.com. That's SeriousXBeats.com. And go and check them out. Don't forget to check us out on social media. You can find us at True Shy Fans on Twitter. That's at TrueChiFans on Twitter and on TikTok. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, and reach out to us. Hit the DMs. Give us your Stirring the Pot recommendations, your movie recommendations, and tell us how much you love the show because we want to hear it, baby. You can also hit us up at TrueChicagoSportsFans at gmail.com. All right, y'all, for Big Z, this is E-Rock. He will see you next week for episode 85. Until then, be good to each other for the love of sports.
0: A few moments
2: later. You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus
1: nurture, Lodge. Nature always wins.
2: I think he's on steroids.
0: Hasta luego, amigos.
2: That's all. Uh, Oh. Uh, I shouldn't have those artichokes, but eat the poppers.